0: In Estes, in Estes, in to in Estes, in Welcome to Tenant Men. Estes, I am in I'm Estes, in Estes, uh, my co-host, Kevin, and together we are doing a complete and methodical review of the Christopher Nolan 2020 epic high-concept time travel film Tenet. We are doing a minute-by-minute analysis of the film, conducting our own temporal pincer movement. I'm on Team Red, Kevin, Team Blue. Kevin, how are you?
1: I'm good. Good,
0: good. Episode 9. Yeah. We are just flying through this movie <laughs> one minute at a time. What? Well, yeah. Uh, How many
1: more? 200?
0: Well, you know what? We have an interesting part here where we cross timelines, right? Because you're coming mm -hmm. backwards, I'm coming forward. And then we have to make the decision whether we keep going. I don't think we do. I think once we hit that midway point, we got to stop.
1: I think maybe we take a break (laughs) (laughs) at the very least, right?
0: (laughs) I think so. I don't think I think it would just be. uh, It, uh, It would be really
1: hard like after you just talked about a minute for me to talk about it but we'll cross that bridge when we need to burn it uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go uh, let's see so my minute today I'm at eight minutes and 21 seconds to nine minutes and 21 seconds uh, the protagonist is uh, being tortured uh, that's where we left off last week are we ready to are yeah. we ready to get back into it
1: let's let's dive into dive into your minute i'll just say my minute's going to be from two hours 15 minutes 21 seconds to two hours 16 minutes and 21 seconds
0: perfect all right well let's go in so Mm -hmm. eight minutes 21 seconds where we left off last week the foot sliding behind the back of the chair right so if you remember (laughs) from last week uh the guy the plain clothes guy in front of the protagonist also tied up in a chair is is uh is showing his shiny silver pill, right, to uh, the protagonist, giving him a way out. So our protagonist is sliding his foot behind the leg of the chair. Uh, He looks over at the driver um, to make sure that he's not looking, uh, while two trains pass in opposite directions. (laughs) My favorite. Just, you know, I love that. Uh, no similar. one
1: loves tra- trains too, apparently. <laughs>
0: right, but also they're moving in separate directions. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget that. Um, <laughs> at eight twenty-six, he lunges forward, uh, gets the pill from 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 out of the hands of uh, the plainclothes guy, uh, the driver and his associate. Rush towards him really quick. Get it out! They shout. Uh, protagonist starts convulsing. His eyes close and then they open, uh, and then we we fade to black and. At 8.35, the name of the film is finally printed <laughs> on the screen, Tenet. Uh, really amazing. Also, the sounds of the uh, trains coming to a stop are heard during that yeah. time. So, um, you know, just great sound work in this movie. I love it.
1: Always. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> always, also... When there's, the dialogue is inaudible, <laughs> <laughs> it forces you to pay attention to the ambu- the, the, the uh, ambulatory sound. Uh, am I saying that right? the 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 sound mixing or the yep.
0: editing uh, mixing the aesthetics
1: yeah. of the sound. Yeah, it's and I think I've said this before, but like, there's a theory that like the, the reason you can't hear the dialogue is because they he wants you to not like just uh, understand the text of the what the screenplay is, but to feel this movie and to move through it um, through feeling, which is a theme of the film. Also it's, it's how you (laughs) conduct yourself in a temporal pincer movement uh, (laughs) with your limited knowledge of what's going on. You just have to use your, your feeling. So you're feeling uh, through the movie.
0: While while much of the dialogue in this film is inaudible, my next, uh, couple minutes the dialogue is not inaudible and it maybe should be because it might be the worst dialogue in the movie
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i agreed. Uh, before we move on just a quick uh talk of the title um because also by the time you've watched this whole sequence the title of the, i actually have two points on your minute <laughs> i'm taking over your minute by the way <laughs> Go do it let's yeah um, okay so first of all i want to point out in your minute um Uh, the protagonist dies or takes the the suicide pill and dies. Correct. Yes. Um, In my previous minute, Seder dies. Oh, wow. Okay. So they're, they're not the same minute, but really close in screen time. If you're temporal pincing the move, the, so, but by what we're doing here, I think those are themes that line up just like how the bombs both went off within the same minute we were discussing. Um,
0: That's really cool. Actually. I didn't think about that, but you're right. Yeah. So like, Seder dies and the protagonist fake dies at the same exactly the same time right this is the same like relative time even though it's not the same
1: and it's the same pill that's i'm gonna see the same pill in a little bit in my minute (laughs) and a minute coming up not this episode
0: he does he does have his own pill right and we don't know we don't know where he gets that from
1: and if like wait in in this instant with the protagonist it doesn't work or like we'll get into that with your (laughs) further on but the next thing i want to point out is just the title
0: i guess the like what yeah so just one more question on your minute and we don't have to answer this now but like what iteration of Seder is that at the final scene that's the terminal
1: Seder. that is the last oldest living Seder.
0: it is so that's a Seder that has actually come back to die at that moment to die in that moment because he was happy in that moment
1: yes Got it. So okay. that is the final Seder. But then just like we talked about the infinite Neil, there is always a Sat Se- there's gonna be a Seder running around for the protagonists. Just for a couple and- weeks. As they're because go- they also have to march through time the same direction. Right. <laughs> but there are Satyrs out there in the world. <laughs> it's crazy to think that you can have a whole nother movie take place exactly in this timeline. I guess so. Like, uh, Back to the future too.
0: <laughs> uh Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to take, I I don't want
1: to think about that either. Okay. But
0: but like, I guess I'll, and you answered the question that I said we didn't have to answer, but here's another one that I don't want to answer, but like, I guess wouldn't it be possible to like for because there's still satyrs marching forward? Wouldn't it be possible for one of them to go back even further and see that he gets killed on the yacht and like stop that from happening? Right? It, it was like all, all time travel is a snake eating its own tail. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's
1: just <laughs> that's why they can't make a good Terminator movie anymore because they <laughs> they keep going back and back and back. It just keeps. It's just cyclical.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't want to even. Think that's also about the. That. Re- that's There's also two... the reason they,
1: they don't time travel on the TV show Rick and Morty as well. They do, but not as much because if they did, you know, if you can if you can teleport and you can time travel, it's an infinite on an infinite. You can yeah. just keep reliving the same moment if you wanted to.
0: That's why we're we're all moving towards parallel universes, uh, a la Spider Man. Yeah, it's all
1: about portal jumping, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's all about alternate universes. That's where I think comic books kind of figured this out before us. <laughs>
0: before, they did. Yeah. Before
1: Prestige Cinema did. That it's it's better storytelling if you just separate the worlds.
0: Yes. All right. So getting back to uh getting back to my my minute here. Okay. As with uh, the title. Oh. oh yeah the title. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah the title sequence because we're this is the title sequence. Uh tenant is a palindrome of of course which means it's the same whether you look at it backwards or forwards. Yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, you already get that. But <laughs> the meaning of the word is a principle or belief, especially one of the main principles of a religion or a philosophy. That is the actual uh, definition, dictionary definition of the word.
0: All right. I I mean that ties in pretty well to the theme of of everything too, right? What a what a great word for for Nolan. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and of course, we've talked about the Tenet Square, which this mm-hmm. comes from, um, which I don't find as much meaning in any of the other words in the Tenet Square, unless they meant something in a different language that I'm not aware of.
0: Um. Yeah, that's a good yeah. good point. I don't know. Mm. I haven't looked up all the other words in the in the square, to be honest. I haven't looked up any of the words, but now I know what Tenet means. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, <laughs> and I don't know if Seder or Risota or opera like that that's a word i know
0: also that's true also i did know what tenant means but i don't think i could have defined it as eloquently as the internet just did for you <laughs> the,
1: the, the, the quick google <laughs> dictionary search yes okay I'll, I'll let your minute fly now
0: okay <laughs> uh let the bad dialogue actually it gets worse uh, not not as bad in this minute but it gets worse uh in future episodes Mm-hmm. or past episodes uh at eight forty four, <laughs> we come out of uh, the darkness out of the title screen there's a sound of a wave uh i listened to this wave like 10 times i don't know if it's backwards or forward you should give it a listen
1: i uh, yeah i questioned that too
0: <laughs> i think i think it might be like a forward wave but it's muffled because you're inside the boat and it's just setting up the scene telling you that you're on a boat but he is he is uh Oh no, it's backwards because he's going is he going backwards in time at this point? No, he's not. He's going forward in time at this point. Unless
1: they healed him and they're moving him back to the starting point.
0: No, because he's outside with no mask later. So they're they're going forward. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um But
1: then oh never mind. (laughs) We'll get to we'll get to the windmill.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we will. Um so he's going forward through time. Yeah, he definitely is. Um, sound of the you know wave backwards. Of the. We got a shot of the protagonist's face. He's hooked up to oxygen. He does not have COVID. His eyes open up. <laughs> he looks over to his side. Uh, we see the this new guy in a suit appear. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, th- this line's really bad, right? He says, welcome to the afterlife. I bet it <laughs> for like cinematic effect, but it's just bad dialogue.
1: <laughs> it is. I don't know. There's. Does, no one doesn't play too much with the resurrection uh, storyline, although there are elements of it in the Batman franchise being you know, coming back from yeah. something but it's never literal death it's never literal dying and yeah coming back to life like a la, uh, Jesus allegory it's usually just somebody picking themselves up and overcoming obstacles.
0: I think he's just having fun with it
1: well maybe in an inception. You have to die. Yeah. Inception, you have to die. In Prestige. Uh, let's not go A little there. bit. Yeah, uh, but, okay, A band. little bit, he's played with it before, but never this literal. This is the yeah. most literal <laughs> <laughs> resurrection story he's done.
0: He's just having fun. Uh, I don't yeah. like the line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he says, you've been in a medically induced coma while we got you out of the Ukraine and rebuilt your mouth. How long has it been? It's been a couple weeks, right?
1: Also... Time travel shenanigans, yeah.
0: Yeah, maybe not. Who knows, yeah. right? They yeah. threw him into a turnstile. They <laughs> could have, yeah. Yeah, they could and
1: have. And he wouldn't know if he's in a coma.
0: But I think we don't think the the CIA has access to any turnstiles at this point in the movie either, though. That's true. But maybe they do. I don't know. We yeah, because the whole
1: point of what they're doing is trying to take over Satyr's turnstiles. Yeah. I think, yeah.
0: Um, so as he's talking, the protagonist is looking around. He looks over the side, sees water realizes he's on a boat uh then he finally speaks he says uh the suicide pills are fake why uh a test the guy responds and the protagonist is like a test and now he's pissed like (laughs) you you could tell exasperated uh takes a really long breath right and he's like they pulled out my teeth uh yeah i'd be angry too
1: That's a hell of a test to actually torture somebody.
0: Horrible. Uh and then did my team get clear? No. That's the (laughs) actually the end of my minute. Uh I guess let's I just the one thing I want to dissect here is like the quote unquote test, right? Can we like talk about this test?
1: They literally tortured him to see if he'd give up the team. And then I'm guessing they engineered or theatricalized the guy offering him the suicide pill because it's not his suicide pill; it's his counterpart. So that means, is was that guy part of this whole setup? I don't know. I don't. This requires a level of theatrics and planning that is. Beyond any government agency I'm aware of,
0: <laughs> but like, does that mean like the 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 these you know the Ukrainian guys, the driver that were pulling out his teeth and torturing him, were they CIA could you know contractors the whole time,
1: or did the CIA swoop in after he passed out? It's have, there's a lot of questions here that can be here. I, I, can I add something that would even maybe infuriate you too? Since yeah. you're already mad at the dialogue in the script, there's a line that's missing from the movie. After he says. The pills were fake? Question mark. Protagonist. Uh, Faye is this guy's name. We swapped yours for a sedative.
0: oh Yeah. There you go. And then the protagonist says, "Why?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> because when I, it's which which makes you wonder. Okay, it, it makes sense if this was a setup. If the rush, the guy who's torturing him was part of the test, right. But also it makes sense if it's Sater's guy trying to get the information on the team to get the the MacGuffin that they're looking for, the piece of the algorithm. Mm,
0: you know why that dialogue doesn't make sense though? Because yeah. it wasn't his.
1: Yeah. We swapped yours for a sedative. Right.
0: But he didn't but take it's the
1: his other guys he took. Right. He was yeah, that other guy was the guy we really wanted. We're stuck with you now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <It was>
0: the <laughs> the playing gloves. That plane guy died, guy.
1: so you can live. <laughs>
0: He was supposed to be the protagonist the whole time, but yeah.
1: Maybe that's why Neil is so surprised to
0: see him. He's like, oh, hey, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Wait a second. (laughs) You were plan B. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh. All right. I mean, I think there's a lot of unknown unknowns about this "quote unquote" test. Send us your theories. At, yeah. Uh,
1: See, but even when there's plot holes, you can kind of go. You can kind of, in your mind, use your imagination to go, "Oh, but it was all a setup, and that guy was a you know." It's, it's just the way this movie's structured.
0: I'm not quite willing to say this. This piece is a plot hole. I just think there's no. a lot of unknown information, and that's and I accept that. I'm fine with unknown information.
1: And, and I don't think plot holes in. Movies make it a, a terrible movie.
0: Agreed. <laughs> or, no, or no we're going <laughs> That's
1: not the difference between a good and bad movie. There's lots of different things that make things good and bad movies.
0: We have plot holes coming up later.
1: We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I've never met a plot hole in this movie that I can't go. Yeah, but you know, time travel shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got one. I got one. <laughs> we'll see. Well, don't tell me. <laughs> I want to be. I want to experience it in the moment. Okay, and see how I react. All
0: right. Blue team, you're up.
1: Oh my God. Wow. It feels like so soon. Okay. Mine is a lot of action and then some dialogue at the end. So I don't have too much. Um,
0: Tell me about the action.
1: Okay. So we get a little bit of um, just um, cat and uh, Sater on the boat, but there's, they don't say anything. Cats just um, uh, kind of staring at Sater about to put sunscreen on his back and then Mm -hmm. looks over and sees the, uh, uh, Mahir on the ship, or, uh, waiting for her. Um, uh, and then we cut right to um, the fight over the algorithm between um, uh, what's the Russian guy's name that they're fighting? He has a name.
0: I just thought it was tall Russian guy. Vol- Volkov? Oh yeah, that's right. Something, like, Something that. like that. Anyway, they're fighting over the
1: algorithm, and they're reaching for the mechanism that will drop the uh, algorithm down into the well. Okay. So there's a well that goes deeper down into uh, the Stalag, uh property and they're fighting over. And my, in my first watch, I have to admit, I thought that the thing they're reaching for the little, whatever the mechanism looked the same as the tailsman that um, mm. uh, Neil wears. It's different. It's, it's the same colors. It's like red and yellow, um, but it's clearly metal on my rewatch this time, um, but shaped the same kind of, but it, it's just a metal. Uh, it's piece. a pin, right? It's like a pin or something. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah, it's like a quick release. Yeah, uh, thing. So they're both reaching for it and they're fighting, um, and then uh, protagonist knives get the upper hand and they fling a, a Russian guy Volkov into the well instead of the algorithm, which is just a great death. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they are kind of like pulling down the the algorithm away from the well. Uh, and then that, that's over we also get um a little bit of um Neil uh, working the wench to get a rope to throw down there uh, which happened in my previous minute so we just get a quick shot of that then we're back on the boat <laughs> So lots of big cutting between um, all the major players here which is just gonna which is gonna happen it's gonna be dizzying for my next couple of minutes <laughs> with all the stuff going on but we're we're working backwards um, through it. And let's see, I want to get the dialogue right here. Okay. Kat looking over again at the boat. She sees Mahir's boat. Then she looks over. She sees her younger self and her son approaching. Or just the boat. We don't see them yet. Then she looks back at uh, Seder who's ready, who's all ready to get sunscreened up by his loving wife. <laughs> i love this moment because i love that moment in like my last minute when Seder had no idea what the hell was going on cat <laughs> her first words are uh, in my minute here uh, i can't do this and Sater's like oh cat don't spoil this moment and then she says i can't let you think you've won and this is when Seder's like wait wait what's going on <laughs> <laughs> he got that look on his face and he's like and he says what are you talking about catherine I'm not letting you go to the grave thinking we're all coming with you. I can't give you that. And that's when she pulls out a gun. (laughs) And she says, you're dying alone.
0: Okay. I'm actually, I want to call plot hole here. (laughs) So like, this is. This is basically like three weeks, maybe four weeks before she meets the protagonist, right? And they kind of mm-hmm. like go back in time to this moment, right? Yeah. And this is supposed to be like a moment when they're like happy and in love. Like, did their marriage deteriorate that badly in four weeks? <laughs> it, well,
1: no, it was always bad to Kat. Okay. She kept up the appearance of being in love with him Okay. to appease him it was this moment that she started, it was this moment in time where they are presently, um, the cat on the boat, where she outwardly turned on him and started being, uh, you know, um, uh, mean to him and not giving in to his will and not, you know, the good sex is over, the good, the, hunt, you know. (laughs) All right. Maybe not a plot hole, but. I think that's that's a deterioration. It wasn't that they, I don't think they were ever really happily in love. According I mean, it's to, like according to her other, she even, always had something over him. He always had something over her.
0: Right. So, but like she, I guess, yeah. So she was just submissive to that fact, I guess, until this point.
1: Yeah. And that's her, that's her hero's journey. Go, you know, coming, right. pulling herself out of this uh, loveless marriage. That's completely yeah. transactional. Um, where he gets everything he wants and she just yeah that's that's a great marriage story actually <laughs> it's an empowering story for, um, yeah and one of the main critiques is always that uh, no one underwrites female uh, right. characters in this film so I think this was a correction to that and I thought it was I think it's a pretty good correction um,
0: she's awesome she is she yeah. is uh, she's definitely a highlight in this movie mm-hmm yeah,
1: it's arguable that she's as uh, on at this moment in the movie where I'm at. She's on equal footing with the protagonist. She is t- just as integral to this plot. Yeah, and the outcome of the events here.
0: She is. Yeah, agreed.
1: Uh, and that's it. Okay, his last line. Okay, so she just said, uh, "You're dying alone, Andre," and he said, "No, I'm not."
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: but he says it like. No, I'm not. What are you talking about? We're all, we're all dying. <laughs> this is when I chose to end the world. Uh, <laughs> and then he dies in my next minute. <laughs> right. He died last <laughs> so week. So there's a great there's a great parallel, too. We just talked about how there's... Um, uh, like, Seder dies in my next minute. Uh, the protagonist supposedly dies and is resurrected in your minute here. Um, but the protagonist is dying to save a team save his team from getting captured and um satyr is uh, uh taking everybody with him
0: wow you know what yeah that's pretty powerful uh bible mm. stuff here right yeah yeah i mean it's and like perfect the...
1: antagonist protagonist thing yeah uh, it know, really is, this a, is... A, a
0: selfish act compared
1: to a selfless act this um it's almost it's Jesus <laughs> it's almost cliche Satan, right yeah it's it is almost cliche, except when you kind of look at all stories are kind of about that
0: in their most epic form. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. When you boil it down,
0: it's usually not like destroying the whole world, right? i
1: uh, trying to think. Yeah. yeah, or like just like ruling the whole world, as opposed to like freedom, like you know Braveheart yelling for yeah. freedom, and you know uh, Luke Skywalker destroying the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What other great heroes are there? Um, Harry Harry Potter.
0: I've never seen Harry Potter.
1: He he died and was resurrected. Um, you what? <laughs> I, <laughs> Have you read what? the books? No, no, I oh,
0: don't for... know. I don't know anything about Harry Potter. I'm on like my sixth re-read
1: of the whole series. Uh, this time with my youngest daughter.
0: All right. <laughs> I should I should do that
1: for my kids.
0: <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah, that's where
1: that's where we we end up. Uh,
0: thank you all for listening. Well, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening to the Tenement Podcast. If you've enjoyed this, please take a moment to follow, rate, review this podcast on whatever platform you found us on. You can find us on uh, the Twitter, I believe, isn't that right? At Tenement. At Tenement. Uh, be assured, we're going to continue our temporal pincer movement of this film next week. Until then meet you at the beginning.
1: Um, See you at the beginning, friend.